Hey, everybody. Happy Swepisode Day. Usually I don't do intros before Swepisodes, but I just wanted to pop on here and say a big happy birthday to my sister, Emily. It is her birthday tomorrow, June 7th. She is going to be 29 years old tomorrow. You all know her and love her from all of our Swepisodes. So I just wanted to pop on and say a very happy birthday to her. Definitely hit her up on social media and tell her happy birthday and that you love her. Her impressions of my dad and Matt and Scott are unmatched and we would just be lost without her. Love you so much, Em. Hi, everybody. Happy Swepisode Day. Swepisode. What's up, party people? Our normal group. Oh, Matt stole Scott's line. Stole your line. What's up, party people? Hey, guys. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) If you're new here, I'm Caitlin. Who are you? Emily. I'm Scott. And I'm Matt. And if you're new, I'll say it again. Emily is my sister. Scott's my husband. And Matt is the producer of this podcast, but he's also Emily's husband. So we're just a little related bunch here. Cute, cute, cute. Very, very cute. It's very cute. Um, So episodes are not an every week thing. Again, if you're new, uh, typically this podcast is a story-based podcast where we have guests on that share their story and it's like interview format. But once a month or whenever we feel the spirit move. (laughs) We sit around and record a sweat episode, which is just us sitting around chatting. Usually it's about like pointless stuff, but like we might actually go deep today because I have some things on a list I want to talk about. Oh, no. no. Um, But Scott's really excited to be alive right now because today he experienced something that he's never experienced before. Did she tell you guys this? No, what What happened? about? Well, so we drove over to the park so the girls could ride bikes. Uh-huh. And I realized I didn't have my wallet. So I was like, hey, why don't you drive home? Which never happens. Scott has oh, never offered for Caitlin. me to drive before. Oh, it's a And trip. I never wow. will again. Yeah, I don't blame you. All right. You, you know what? <laughs> I'm sorry, Within five Caitlin. minutes. Before we left the parking lot, I was scared. There was yes. a car. <laughs> I didn't even say anything yet. <laughs> there was a car in front of us trying to get out of the parking lot. She was on his butt uh, I so guess. much. Like, I almost got out and apologized to the guy. I, I can't. Like, I was in the car with her one time when we drove to the emergency room for you. Oh, my God. And you were driving. I, I feln- felt like I was on very a erratically. Well, to be fair, I was driving myself to the ER. I know, but you, it's not like you were in, no, like, I wasn't. a panic I wasn't. state. No, Let's no, not. No, no. And Emily was like, Caitlin, Caitlin, like, Caitlin. Caitlin. <laughs> she was like, what are you doing? And then when you say something, she gets offended, like, what? What? Stop actually driving. We'll stop trying to hit people. (laughs) This has been a long running thing with you, though. I remember when you were in college and you're. Your your driving skills were less than adequate. Not ideal. Like I remember driving around with TJ Spear and he was like, yes. are you? I remember him saying to me, like, are you aiming for the potholes? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, I'm avoiding them. And he was like, no, you're not. Like, are you kidding? To be fair, Emily's not much better. Hey, you're a terrible driver. That is yeah. not. Are terrible have, driver. You, have you been in the car with yes, you? Yes, I have. And you were honestly scared. Emily, you miss every turn you're supposed to take. You you don't know how to read a GPS. No, okay. It's because it speaks to every you. Every exit. I, she's like, oh no, was that my turn? That and you're like, make me a yes. terrible driver. It makes me a terrible direction follower. 
There's well, a difference. That's part of driving. No. There's we, a difference. That's true. No, that's that's fair. We live four miles from here, and somehow this you manage to pop time. like this three curbs. <laughs> There's not time. even three turns on the way here. One time. Oh because goodness. he's staring at me the whole time, like, because I feel like I'm gonna die. Yeah. Oh, 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 How often oh, oh. does she drive? Yeah. So never. So Literally wait a minute. Never. Matt Sorry. has an, an entire cookie in his mouth. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> I baked cookies for our new neighbors, and like, oh, nice. oh they're not for me. us. You met them. How are they? They're super <laughs> they're nice. As Matt has a stack. I bake them for you. Are you kidding? <laughs> Do me? not read the text. Matt has a stack no. of four oh. cookies. He's, He's like, literally Sorry. he put an entire he cookie in his mouth, and then Scott asked him a question. <laughs> Um, Wait, no. you're not getting off the hook on this driving uh, thing. The best part of Caitlin's driving is when she's on the phone with you while driving. Every single time. First off, I don't think I've ever honked my horn. Every oh, time. Me too. She is honking at somebody and acting yeah. like they're the idiot, right? Yeah. And well, for, for the first well, couple of years, I believed her. I was like, man, every time she's on the road, people must be gunning for her, you know? And then after a while, I was like, oh, no, you're the bad driver. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you live in like, like a war zone. Like when every you're in the car, time I'm on the phone with you and you're driving. There's like sirens and horns. Yeah, and there's like, shrieks and she's always yelling. Like this person just pulled out. I don't know what they're doing. Like how do they pull out in front of me? And like what am I supposed to do? This and then literally <laughs> happened on the phone with Emily yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. And then you know come what? to find out, they are probably all going. This crazy lady. Yeah. There's a common no, denominator it's here. It's valid, though. It's because Tim Chicola taught us <laughs> yeah, to You know what? You know what? Tim Chicola, we're calling you out. Call yeah. me out, Dad. I will never forget Dad teaching me how to drive. Mm. That was when I thought Dad and I were going to actually murder each other. Like, I thought there was going to be blood. That was the worst See, our relationship ever was. To be was fair, I think Jesus could teach you guys to drive and it still would be awful. <laughs> <laughs> the two of no. you, no chance. Me and Dad never fought, but like... No, you, he you was with anyone. Uh, okay. okay. He was... <laughs> Fear, fear had struck him. He was in his furious soul. at me. I'll never forget. He let me drive to the Anton's house, oh, and man. I, when I was turning onto the street, <laughs> I didn't even slow down. Like I, <laughs> I took the turn. <laughs> How did you guys pass your driver's test? Like she did that tonight what too. Time? What she time? starts turning. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> we were at we were we were driving to church, and I was at the light, and I started pressing. <laughs> it was a red light, and he started pressing on the gas harder instead of pressing the brake because I got him. And he goes, "What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, oh what are you doing?" <laughs> That was the perfect. It was. I was like, I forgot which one was the perfect. <laughs> I'm crying. It's a miracle you guys are one alive. Yeah, it's definitely one his time. fault. Wait a minute, wait a minute. One time when I was in high school, I was going through a drive through <laughs> Oh, God. We're not going to make it through. This is derailed. I was going through a drive through and I couldn't use the brake and the gas. See? It happens. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I have no clue. I'm literally in pain. Wait, so what did you do? Did you get your food? I literally was up at the window and then I slammed on the gas. I have no clue what she just said. Wait, so did you just blow right past the where you ordered? I can't breathe. It hurts. So 
dumb that I had to reverse. <laughs> oh man. What did we get ourselves into, man? I don't know what's happening. What happened? She <laughs> Matt, you tell me. Yeah. <laughs> she got up, she got up to the drive-thru, like where you order, and instead of braking, she hit the gas. Oh my goodness. So she blew right past. Oh my goodness. You're lucky there wasn't a car. I, I know yeah. that. So I know true. that. I'm but aware. But it happens, guys. It happens. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it shouldn't. Oh my goodness, that hurt. <laughs> it shouldn't. Okay. Yeah, I don't think, Why were we on this I don't think is the problem in no. all of this. <laughs> he has a right to be scared. So wait, you know? for you guys, is this just like a, like a, I'm a man and I should drive. Is that what this is? No. Us driving? Yeah, yeah. Self-preservation. Yeah. <laughs> no, really. Survival. If you were married no. to a woman that was a good driver, would you let her drive? No. So it is okay, a man Okay, so it is thing. a man thing. It's a, it's two things for me. Okay, go. One, chivalry. Two. two. Okay. What? Ooh. Would you rather drive? No, 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 no. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Two, I get super car sick. Oh, so I that, don't okay. get car that sick when sense. I drive. But, okay. Okay, the chivalry thing, I listen, I appreciate when you drive. I'm not a huge lover of driving. I don't like driving, yeah. But when you're falling asleep at your parents' house, and I'm uh, like, uh, I'm uh, going to drive. And you're like, no, no, I got I got it, I got it. Uh, and your head bobbing. And I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, I feel safe. And That's not I, chivalry. And That's then I wake true. Up That's stubbornness. And I'm perfectly fine once mm. I get in the car. Mm-hmm. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. So for me, it's not a let you drive. You are welcome to drive anytime. You I want. want. I don't like driving. That's like, the to thing. Be fair. Like yeah. I know mm-hmm. at this point that you don't want to drive as yes. much as I want to drive. And most people don't like it when you drive. So yeah. <laughs> thank you, Matt. When Scott now and we I, have children, so you can't drive. Yeah, seriously. Wait, literally, when we drove here from Colorado to New Jersey, like when we drove when we moved, I didn't even drive one minute Are of the kidding? journey, not one moment. Wow. I slept and I watched Housewives and Scott drove the whole. God, oh my god! Wait, when we went when we now when we went out to Colorado to visit you guys yes. years and years and years ago, I literally drove the whole family around the entire time yeah. that I know, we I were there. That. Yeah, that's so weird. That that's right. Weird. That is funny. Oh, like, but my dad sick. didn't even, my dad let you drive, which is. Because I'm a good driver. Okay. You are a good driver. That's, that's a very <laughs> yeah. good driver. That's the thing. I'm not actually that great no. of a driver. No, you're I, a, you're a skilled driver. You are very good at multitasking. You're like a race car driver. Oh, this is terrible. You're, you're a race car driver. I'm like, how's he doing so many things at once? That's, if you do that with the children in the car, I will I end you. I wouldn't. I try not to anyway. He's looking backwards. He used to drive with his like, knees. Per, I do that too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People, people. To be fair, I'm sure I could drive with my knees better than Caitlin can drive with <laughs> yeah, her hands. Sure. That's so All funny. Right. That's All right. So funny. All right. Oh my. Okay. But no, I, I, Matt's exactly right. It's it's mostly chivalry, chivalry. Okay. And then also, my dad always drove, and so it was just something yes, I yeah. learned. It's like okay. Now wait, now when you see a couple pull up and the woman is driving and not the man, do you think it's weird? I judge them. You do? No. You <laughs> do not. No. I don't. I, I don't see that very often, though. It's very rare, but oh, I see it. I see it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Is it just that women don't like driving, or is this just like an archaic the no, man is I, in charge thing? No, women are just bad at driving. Ex- oh, 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 you're going to get a lot of rating. Wow. That's approval rating that dropped by seventy five percent. 
I'm just kidding, everyone. No, he's kidding. He is obviously kidding. Listen, for me, it's never been an issue. I don't particularly enjoy driving. I would rather sit so it works for us. The chewing is fantastic. That's that's some chewing. I will say the older I get, the more I'm like, if somebody wants to drive, that's fine with me. Oh, yeah? Maybe we should get a driver. Yeah, if wow. I could that's be driven the number everywhere, one thing. I would be. No, literally, that's the number one thing that whenever I watch The Housewives, that they have drivers for everything. They literally have a driver take them everywhere, and I'm always like, Ugh, I love that. I would. You don't have to worry about parking. You could do your makeup in the car. Exa- yeah, like, like you could get stuff done. No, I'm See, good. I feel like I would just be car sick all the time. Yeah, then that wouldn't There's work for you. There's a crumb on the floor. Nope, don't. It's fine. I don't. That sounds not appealing to me. To have, okay. to have a driver? Yeah. What would? Okay, Ew. if you were rich. She just ate a crumb off the floor. All right. It's, it's a clean it's, floor. It's a clean house. Yeah, okay. wait, listen, listen. If you guys were rich, what would be the thing that you would do? Like, would you get mm. like a house cleaner, a chef, mm-hmm. a driver? Chef. Oh. What's 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 another option? A house cleaner, a chef, a driver, a pilot, a pilot. If I only had to pick one, what what's a butler though? Like as a po- I the, know what a butler just welcome is. You when you come in the door, right? Like is that his whole job? <laughs> it's literally useless. No, no, and not he a holds butler. A towel for Let's some just reason. do yeah, exactly. Let's just do house cleaner, chef, or driver. Mm. I. Th- not a driver. I don't want a driver. No, I wouldn't. No, a same. Either. Occasionally, great. And like I, think I said, the older cleaner. I get, the more like, okay, if you want to drive, fine. But no, yeah, I know I said that I really like it, but I, that's not what I would choose. I might choose. It's ve- that's rough, but <sighs> I would choose chef. Maybe cleaner. I don't. Yeah, know. I would choose cleaner. Why? For your sake. I like to. Uh, I like to cook. Hmm. Oh yeah, he does. He does. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Although, I mean, like, if it was a particularly good chef, yeah. then, yeah, that would be great. I mean, it would be nice, like, because honestly, because <clears throat> if you think about it, if you have a chef, it actually is two birds with one stone because then they're also, like, shopping. You know what I mean? Yes. So then it's like, you're True. not having to think about the meals at all. 100%. That's amazing. You're missing something. What? Big. What? Cereal. Big, big. Cereal, no. <laughs> so I would love to have a cleaner. Absolutely. But chef, hands down. Because it's three birds with one stone. Go. They shop, they cook, and they clean, clean. afterwards. You're oh. right. You're right. That's like, you're totally right. If, yeah. And even if it chef, was only chef, for dinner. Chef. Even if it wasn't like, like, I don't need someone to whip up breakfast and lunch. Like, I'm not no. that challenged. But I wouldn't if mind I had it. someone that handled dinner every single night, the shopping for it, the cooking of it, the cleaning up of it. Oh, my goodness. I would be what a, a different human. That would be a delight. But listen. I'm getting depressed. I sound <laughs> I critical because there's like an episode that's going to come out at some point that I recorded with Caroline where I like raged against the Kardashians for having a chef. Well, the Kardashians, yeah. Well, that, what, well, we'll let's get to be that. honest. I don't think I would do it, even if we had a bunch of money. Like, okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I would either. I, I don't think I could It just feels like a waste of money. Unless you're like way too busy to be doing any of the stuff. True. Okay, yeah. so that is something that I hear a lot of women say. So like if you listen to like podcasts of women that are like moms and they're podcasters and they own a business and they wrote a book and people always ask them like, how do you do it all? They always say, I don't. Right. I don't do it all. Like I have someone who comes and cleans my house. Like I have this amazing babysitter that drives my kids to their practices or like whatever. So you're right. Like if you found yourself in a position in life where you're like, you know, this is not something I can handle. Right. Like, I mean, if we had a chef right now with me being a stay at home mom, that would be 
like I don't think I a could little live laughable. With, I couldn't live with myself. Yeah. Like it would be like, what am I doing <laughs> that I can't? Like, you know, sure. Are there certain nights where we're too busy for me to cook? Okay. Then you throw in a frozen pizza, but like, I certainly don't need a personal chef. Like that would be excessive at this phase of my life. I feel like if we had a person, if we had enough money to get a personal chef, I'd be like, let's go out to eat every night. Scott loves going out. That's true. You might as well just go out. Well. Why not? uh, But what if you could bring the... Food out to home. Yeah, and then you, you have to no, work. it still wouldn't. That's not as fun. Well, yeah, I guess it's it's an experience. Yeah, you get to go out. That's the point. I know, like, but there is a lot of like on a Tuesday when you're like, I don't really want the, all the fanfare of like getting in the car and going and sitting and waiting and ordering. Like, I just want to go to my dining room and the food is there and I'm done. Yes, because mm-hmm. we have stuff to do. The kids have homework mm-hmm. or whatever. Sure. You know what I mean? Real quick, do you need me to tighten that? I mean, if you want to. That would be fine. (laughs) When you adjusted it, you adjusted it to like my neck. (laughs) Thanks, hon, for coming over and doing this. She goes, uh, she's sitting and she's like, Scott, can you come tighten this? Yeah. You can tighten this. Okay. I don't know why I have to drive it. You, okay, okay, we're cutting all of them. No, we're leaving this in. Uh, no, we're not. Yeah. We could put it at the end as an outro. Okay, there we go, there we go, there we go, there we go. Okay, so wait, really quick though. I don't want to, okay, so I just want to say, mm. Caroline came over last night and we did, we recorded together mm-hmm. and we talked about the Kardashians like at a great length. Okay. So we're not going to get into it now, okay. but I want to say something. So everyone who listens to this podcast knows that like, I listen, I do like reality TV, stupid reality TV, and I am into pop culture. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but I also like heavily criticize it, which I realize makes me a huge hypocrite. And <laughs> so like, I'm working on it, but I've never been able to connect with Emily on pop culture stuff because like she genuinely doesn't care. She doesn't know like what's going on with celebrities. She doesn't watch reality TV. And it's like, so we, so Caroline and I bullied her into watching the Kardashians. Yes. But she loves it. So, okay. I will say I went in with the air of, I am above this. I am so above it. You know, I don't need to watch this, but I'm going to watch it for them. And about 20 minutes in, I was completely sucked in. Absolutely. And the same thing as that happened to you with cheer. So like, what have you learned from this? Caitlin is always what? (laughs) Finish that sentence. Let's play a game. Caitlin is always. No. Why? Your mic isn't even near your mouth. (laughs) Scott doesn't want to participate in this conversation. I, 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 I have a hard time even joking about this. It makes me so... What's the that I'm like, always right? You can't even anger? joke. Yeah. Is the word You're visceral? having a visceral angle, anger about no, me about always being right. Oh, yes. yes. Yo, yo, yo. It really, really angers me that people still watch it. Listen, but I agree. The fact that you not only still watch it, like you're like, I can't quit. I know I should quit, but I can't quit. It's an addiction. But then you forced her to like get into it. That's, <laughs> okay. That's a step beyond. Listen, oh. I agree oh, oh, with you. Fired up, listen, fired up. I don't want to do the whole conversation now because Caroline and I talk about it, but like I literally, Caroline and I got into a whole thing where I was like, listen, I've been watching the new show that the Kardashians came out with and it is good entertainment, but I hate myself for watching it because like I actually think that they have contributed to the downfall of society. Like I really do. Like I don't, I think that they have brought so much negative stuff into the world. I really, really do. And I take issue with so many things that they do. And so I really need to stop being a hypocrite and I have to stop watching the show. But I can't help it when I'm on my phone 
And an article pops up about Kim and Pete Davidson. I can't help it. My fingers have a mind of their own and it clicks it. And I have to read it and I have to know. I don't know. I'm addicted to pop culture. Uh, you help are. Me. Which goes to the next no. thing. You're addicted to the phone, which is addicted to the... On and well, on and on. It's we a vicious go. cycle. But no, go. do you see what I'm saying? I know. Yes. You feel your addiction, but then you just... Pulled her right you're in. Right. Like, no, you, yeah. you, look, let you're me right. take okay. it to the next level. You know what, level. Emily? I apologize. I'm a bad. I'm no, bad no, no, no. It's now okay. But There's no it getting did, back out. I know. It did, like, it did make me angry, though. Right. Wait, so what do you mean? The Kardashian. The show. It's just. You the liked amount, it. You enjoyed it, but it made you angry. It's like, entertaining. It's it good entertainment. You in it's and good you, TV. You feel like, oh, I want to know what happens with this scenario. Or I want to see what she's wearing. Yeah. But, like, the amount of money. The excess is beyond. The excess. And like well, the perspective they have on is life it, is ab- so absurdly skewed. It and is. like, it's just. And you know what? On wow. that note, can I say something that annoys me? Actually, oh man, I, I, I said I wasn't going to do this, but mm. okay. You guys know I love Dak Shepard, right? Yes. Love armchair expert. Yes. A big fan. Do you remember when Monica, his co-host person, and Kristen Bell, mm-hmm. Dax's wife, did a little offshoot that was like a brief thing about women or something like that? Yes. yes. And it was like, what was it called? Well, they had to change Shattered the name. Shattered Glass or whatever It was called Shattered Glass and they had to change the name because they found out that they stole it from somebody else, which, which was- How could uh, you not- Are you- ahead. You didn't Google uh, for it? I like, are you okay? Understand. So then they had to change it to We Are Supported By. Yes. And it was, you know, it was like about like women and like strong women and like inter- whatever. When they interviewed Kim Kardashian, of course, guilty, mm. I listened. I listened. Did you, were they kissing her butt? Like, you oh cannot believe it. I was embarrassed gosh. for them. It was it was disgusting. I was like, Kristen it Bell, was really relax. Disgusting. Like, she was like, you are so amazing, amazing, amazing. The most amazing, the most amazing, so amazing. Thank you yeah. so much. And I was like, ladies, yeah. ladies, relax. Like, it's, she hasn't actually, like, listen. I do know she has done good things for prison reform. And I do give her a lot of credit for becoming a lawyer and passing the bar, whatever yes. the heck she did. I don't want to take that away from her. She does nothing for women to feel empowered. Right. She is the reason that we have these unattainable beauty standards. Everything she puts mm. up is filtered. She never leaves her house without a full team glamming her up, dressing her hair, makeup, surgeries, all of the things. And it's like, why are we worshiping this woman? This is ridiculous. Like, this is horrible. This is not what we're supposed to be aiming for. Is this fake version of beauty? I'm sorry. People are going to be, but you know what? Why am I going off about this? Caroline and I literally recorded an entire episode. I don't think it could be said enough. Feel free. It's just her money yeah. and influence. Yeah. So she has like a stamp of approval on people. Like yeah. kind of like how Oprah does. Yeah. Where it's like mm. if when you if you get Kim Kardashian's approval and endorsement, that's like mm-hmm. a big thing for your career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so true. It's true. And look, I'm sure she's a nice person. I don't think she's evil. No, no. they don't she's seem she's probably very nice. She doesn't seem nasty or anything. No, I don't like, think they're mean. I, I think just, a lot of people, if they had that amount of money or power of fame, I think a lot of people would act the same. Probably myself included. I bet if I did have that much money, I would have my own chef. You'd be getting glammed up every day. Which actually transitions (laughs) me to the next thing I did want to talk about. Uh So this is going to seem like a really clunky, awkward transition, but like I really do want to go here and it links. So a few weeks ago, three weeks ago, me, Emily, and Matt did something really out of character. Yeah, We went to... (laughs) 
<laughs> we went to an elevation worship mm-hmm. concert. Okay, so listen, the reason a lot of you, okay, I'm sure like everyone listening is like confused yeah. as to why I just said that. Because either you don't know what elevation worship is or you're thinking, how is that out of character for you? Right. So this is my explanation. If you don't know what the elevation worship is, a band that comes out of a church in- North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a band, but like, you know, like they're like they're the people that sing the songs at church on Sunday. They're a worship team, whatever. But they become very famous. They put out tons of worship music, you know, Christian, whatever. It's very good. Yes. Okay. I enjoy it. Matt enjoys it. Emily enjoys it. So <laughs> Scott doesn't Other particularly people. enjoy it. <laughs> uh, Other people also enjoy it. Scott's not an actual fan, but there's a lot of, lot of fans. So really? they, they went on a tour and, you know, sold out arenas everywhere. We mm. went with some friends, shout out to Iris and Joe. Yes. And, but listen, the reason that it's out of character for us is because we tend to not be super like what am I trying to say we (laughs) try not to get too involved in the mainstream church and Christian culture stuff we grew up doing every single stereotypical Christian thing like every camp Mm -hmm. every retreat every concert and there is absolutely no shade to those things no they're doing wonderful things changed my life loved it you know I went on a thousand mission trips that was my whole whole childhood and teenage years loved every minute of it nothing wrong with it but then I think that a lot of people like us who are raised like that, you get to a point in like your young adulthood where you're kind of like at a saturation point for like the Christian cheese, yeah, the cheesy yeah. stuff. I'm not trying to say that we walked away from our faith. We obviously did not, but we just kind of hit, yes. hit a limit of like, oh, okay, the Christian conferences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all kind of the same. Like, a, uh, uh, yeah. like this is a yes. little, sometimes it's cheesy, mm-hmm. X, Y, Z. Now, Elevation, I actually don't find to be cheesy, but I naturally find myself not wanting to do like things that all Christians are like, oh my gosh, I love that so much. Isn't that the best? And then I'm like, I don't want to like it. No, yes. That shows probably something negative in me, but Uh, no. You don't find Elevation cheesy? No. No, they're not cheesy, Scott. Pretty cheesy. No, they're not. They're doing the same. It's like the big show, like, Jumping, like no, do it's it. There, it's a whole act. It's a no, whole- no. It's so different. It's not like Chris Tomlin. No offense. I know people like Chris Tomlin. I know people like Chris Tomlin, but that to no, me, my dad going to a Chris Tomlin concert. I know, and I laughed at her, and she was like offended, <laughs> and I felt bad, and then I was like, oh, you're excited. Sorry, like I literally was like, I don't. Mean, I, well, this is horrible. And listen, no shade to Chris Tomlin. I feel so bad. No, I think no, he's no, a talented no. person. There's no shade, but no to shade. me, he's a little more like cheesy. No, I met him, and he wasn't very nice. Oh, then, okay, shade to him. Wait, why? No. Tons of shade. (sighs) Then we are throwing shade. Yeah, no, I, so in, when I was in college, I had the opportunity to go to, to go to the Grammys a couple times, which was an experience. Very cool. Um, Chris Tomlin was there and literally before like the show started, like I literally bumped into the guy. (gasps) Very short, very short, man. All of these stars are very small. Was it your fault or his? Uh, I'm the bigger person, so I'll take fall. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just like, oh, hey, you're Chris Tomlin. He's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, I, cool to meet you, man. Like I grew up listening to a lot of your music oh, playing it. He's like, very cool. Oh, he was not warm at like, all. Like he wasn't warm. Oh, that's 
upsetting. Yeah. That's upsetting. And I don't know if it was just Maybe like. he had a bad day. Yeah. Okay, fine. I we, can't say that he's not a nice evil. person, but I just. You didn't have a great encounter with yeah. him. Yeah. Okay. And I wasn't like starstruck by him. I was just like. Oh, hey, this is cool. You're Whoa, Chris Tomlin. You're Chris Tomlin. <laughs> yeah, totally. He probably thought. Which band are you with? Yeah. Maybe he was yeah. trying to place you. Like yeah, he was maybe. like, am yeah. I supposed to know what who this guy person? is? <laughs> but no, still, the reason but still. that everybody knew that I wasn't famous was that I listened to the rules and it said black tie. So you're supposed to wear like a tuxedo. Yeah. No one wears a tuxedo. No celebrity oh, no. <laughs> wears a tuxedo. <laughs> so I'm standing there in a tuxedo oh, and no one's in a tuxedo. Awesome. <laughs> so it's like, okay, really? They don't wear tuxedos? Does he work here? No, not at all. <laughs> Oh. Anyway. Wait, Chris Tomlin goes to the Grammys? Yeah, he was nominated. They I guess, just like or don't something. televise the, that oh. part. <laughs> they don't. Not, yeah. yeah. There's like, like there's like a hundred Grammys that get like given out before wow. the thing you see on TV. Isn't that nuts? Know this. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But that story is cool. So you got to go and like be a part of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. You went with J- who'd you take? Jason and Julian? Yeah. And Billy. <laughs> Billy really? Hill came and, and my sister came. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's so cool. But I just send us on a huge tangent. Continue. No, no. Okay, okay. <laughs> so anyway, so we decided to go because like we are fans of Elevation, but like I was a little nervous about it because I was nervous it was going to be like a lot of like over the top Christian people mm-hmm. acting cheesy, but it it wasn't. Okay, yeah. so I wanted to, okay, so let's discuss <laughs> what was our takeaway. And then I'm looping this back to the Kardashians. Don't worry. There's a journey here that I'm taking us on. <laughs> so what did you think of Elevation? Emily, you go first. Okay, I loved the music. Loved. I really liked, um, I don't know. It felt genuine to me. I agree. It didn't feel like an act or anything. I mean, to some extent, it's going to be like, it's, I mean, it's a concert. It's rehearsed. It's, it's a of concert. Course it they've it done it a be. thousand times. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. they've they've got it down pat. But like, I don't know. I thought it was very worshipful and like totally. Uh, yeah. What do you think, Matt? Uh, very pleasantly surprised. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was expecting it to be like, okay, yeah, that was good. Like, yeah. Yeah, but like, I mean, I'm like a geek for production and stuff, so. Uh, they did a very good job with it. So, yes. I mean, all of us, I think, walked away and were like, that was genuinely cool. Amazing. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. Totally. I loved it. Like, so honestly, I felt a little convicted that we had gone into it a little judgy, like expecting right. to be like, this yeah. is going to be, like, be over the top. Expecting to roll your eyes. Kind exactly. Of. And like, I thought it was amazing. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. like the talent is beyond. It's yeah. Like Brandon Lake, Chris Brown, so much credit to them. Like yes. they have beautiful, beautiful voices. They're amazing, amazing ma- magicians. Musicians. <laughs> they are magicians. Uh, and like even the women whose names I don't know, which I feel bad um, about. What's her name? Tiffany. Tiffany Hudson, I think. Okay. They're just like, they're really, really talented. Yes. I felt like it was very worshipful, beautiful, Loved it. Stephen Furtick spoke, which is the real reason that I felt like I was. We went I in had with walls the, up. Yes. I had yeah. major we, walls we up. All had walls up. We had big walls yes. up that Pastor Stephen Furtick was going to be speaking, and I'll explain why in a minute. Yes, but he spoke, and I actually thought that it was good. Good. It, like I was like, yeah. okay, that was engaging. He spoke from the Bible. He seemed genuine. I didn't get arrogant vibes from him, to be no. honest. No, and so. The reason, if some people are like, I don't know why you went in so judgy. Well, like I definitely have like a little bit of like a, 
I don't know what the phrase I'm looking for, like a chip on my shoulder maybe about like mega church pastors. There's just been yeah. so, so, so much negative press Ugh. over the past several years yeah. of a lot of these like pastors of mega churches, especially the ones that are like young and work out all the time. And, yes. you know, hello, hashtag Carl Lentz. Yeah. It's like, hmm. so yeah. I did for sure like limp, lump Stephen Furtick in that group. And I yeah. felt like there's no way this guy is genuine. Like- He's, you know, this is all a show thing. All yeah. these mega church pastors are jerks, whatever. Which honestly, I think it's okay to like question stuff, but also it's like probably not right of me to be like lumping a bunch of people in, assuming they're all horrible people when I actually right, know nothing right. about them. Like that's really judgy of me. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, I feel like it's fair to be not like falling over yourself yes. for him. Like be like a little you know, arm's length, a little skeptical. Totally. And Do then I felt very pleasantly surprised by him. Yes. Yes. So on the ride home, we were breaking it down and talking about it. And we were just like, wow, like I was so pleasantly surprised. He didn't seem arrogant, blah, blah, blah. And then we got into like, but you know, like I do wonder how much money they're making off of this or whatever. And we Googled his net worth. And yeah. what was it, Matt? $60 million. Six, zero million dollars right this man is a pastor okay <laughs> so do i that gives me such pause <laughs> like yeah. it really and i think it should give everyone pause i really do like it gives me such uh, uh, and here's the thing do i think that all pastors take a vow of poverty no do i think that pastors need to live like like you know on food stamps, no. And a lot of people will argue like, okay, Stephen Furtick, well, no, that's not his salary from the church. That's like his, the, you know, whatever it's called from his books that he's written and from the songs that he's a co-writer on and all that stuff. But that's that's very, very shady. As the, you know, Rise and Fall of Mars Hill podcast showed us, it's very very gray area when pastors yeah. write books because what happens is church resources are spent to help write that book but then the pastor keeps all of the mm. what's the word I'm looking for? Royalties. Royalties. Oh. Thank you. The yeah, pastor even, keeps even all the royalties. Not, he's like, only right getting that because he is the pastor. Exactly. And so it's like your enti yeah. the entire reason this book is even selling is because you're the pastor of this church and resources of the church were spent and then half the time the church itself buys a trillion billion copies but then the pastor gets the royalties it's very gray it's very mm. fuzzy i'm not saying that every pastor who has written and sold a book is fuzzy about it i'm not saying that but i'm just saying that it's common that it happens stephen furtick lives in this beyond ridiculous out of control mansion you know yeah. what i mean and so i just it gives me a little bit of pause because which loops us back to the kardashians which i know that these have nothing to do with one another, right? The Kardashians aren't claiming to be Christians. <laughs> yeah. But like you said, Emily, you watch the show and you're just like, this level of wealth is so out of control. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Yes. Well, then you bring it to like a Stephen Furtick where it's like, you're, you've dedicated your life supposedly to just like Jesus and yeah. like serving people and all of that. And it's like, you are crazy, crazy, filthy, rich off of this. Yeah. And I just... I said it in my episode with Caroline. I don't know where I stole this line from Scott. I don't know where the line is, but right. I know that's over it. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know how rich is too rich as, you know, being a pastor or whatever. Like, I don't know. I, but that feels, excessive. I don't know. It's it feels excessive. excessive. So what where do you is think? the line? What do you think, Scott? 
I have so many thoughts on Tell this. Tell us the thoughts. Oh, yeah. I'm all the way back at, I, I can't even go there. Like, I don't even like being there because it just makes me feel dirty. Okay, why? Okay, so okay. Scott, you'll know, Scott did not go to the Elevation concert with the three of us. So why did you not go? Listen, I'm not against mega churches and I don't lump them all together. All okay. right, so I don't think every mega church pastor, every even every wealthy pastor, is is bad. Like I, there's this is so nuanced, and so it I'm is. not going to jump in a bucket or a side or whatever. Yeah. But I think a great example or a great maybe starting point is one: listen to Rise and Fall of Mars Hill. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's very common in many churches, especially today. Um, and second, the um, what's the one we just watched? Hillsong. Oh, Hillsong documentary on Discovery Plus. The Hillsong documentary. I mean, it it really sheds light on just how many misgivings are behind the scenes, like how much stuff is going on. I think Elevation, I struggle with so much because it's very, it's very showy like that. It's mm, whatever. It's showy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, Furtick, yeah. I think just knowing his, his net worth, like that's insane. That's, that's not okay. And you just wonder like <sighs> – like, I, I know that not all of it is from his salary from the church, but it's just like people like are giving sacrificially. Like there are mm-hmm. people that give that like, it's really like, that's really, really a stretch for them and their budget to give, you know what yeah, I mean? Right, or yeah. like they're buying his book and like they have to budget for that or whatever. And like this dude has friggin' $40 million. Well, right. And I, what's also funny about me is I'm not against the smoke and lights. I'm not even like, they're spending too much. Look at this show. They have like haze. I'm like, you know what? If I'm going to go to a concert, I want that. Sure. Yeah. You know, like, okay, if that's what it takes or if that's what we want to do, that's fine. Where I start getting like sick is the pastor owns more than one car, <laughs> let alone like three or four cars. Like stuff like that is not okay. We got mm-hmm. pastors driving. Well, is that Benzes, though? Like, yeah. Which this, it's, yeah, I'll say to me. I, I struggle with that. This stuff, brings yeah. us it, to the preachers and sneakers conversation, which Ben, what's his last name? Kirby, Ben, whatever. If you've ever, if you ever hear this, I beg of you to come on this podcast. Your your assistant told me no. Yeah. <laughs> I like that I'll guy that from what I've seen. Like, he yes, was on the Hillsong yeah. documentary. He's amazing. Was I'll he? explain him in a second. Yeah, yeah. What were you going to say, Matt? It's all, ju- it's just also weird because like, okay. So if you take someone like Stephen Furtick, who essentially he started a church, but he also started a media company. Correct. True. Like that is what primarily Elevation is. Okay. Like they produce music. Yep. Like like Elevation is a media conglomerate. Like that's okay. what Same they. Song. That's right. Yep. That's what they are. So if you remove like just the church tag on it, say it was a Christian media company. And he made $60 million. Would that be a problem? Mm. Well, so it's like if if the the CEO of a major Christian radio station, mm-hmm. should they be making a lot of money? Mm. It's just like it all gets weird. It does. Yeah. And so I did a little bit of a deep dive too on trying to find out more about his financials after we went there. Um, I mean, it's the internet granted, so who sure. knows how much of it's true. Right, right, right. Um, he has apparently given away many millions of his dollars. Okay, okay. Directly to church members. They've That church has done a lot in their community, okay. like given away like tens to over $100 million to the community itself. Okay. Um, which- That's lovely. I thought was good. Um there's also another level where it's like he has 
made so much money that he actually can't give it all away. Like mm-hmm. you get to a point where your money is just making you money. Like this thing, he's on a train where he can't mm-hmm. really lose all the money and he can't possibly give it all away. I know it gets weird though when she's like, if you're flaunting that. Right. That's where the, yeah. that's where it gets weird. But I also looked up Billy Graham's net worth when oh. he died was $30 million. Wow. No. Yes. And that was way back then. Yes. Wow. Billy Graham's net worth when he died was $30 million. Somebody that we most of the church respects tim yeah. keller's net worth is six million dollars oh really? which is a little lower but like yeah. that's yeah. still, still a lot of money yeah it is like where where's where where's the line and when is know. it okay like for these guys to be making as much money as they do because they clearly have a lot of influence sure and they have and they work led, hard and, and they have led something and started something that is a it, it, it's they're massive companies, quote unquote. And should they be punished because they're pastors and leading people like, okay, I'm a good businessman. Right. And able to make this book. this right, much yeah. money. Okay, but I'm not allowed to have that or spend that because I'm a, a pastor. Right. Yeah. Because like if True. you weren't working in a church and you made that money, no one would bat an eye at it. Mm-hmm. So this does bring us to the whole preachers and sneakers thing. So for, well, oh. let me just say okay, first, say I think people... Part of the problem is I think people would bat an eye at it because that's why we're talking about the Kardashians. They're not Christians, but at some point you're just like, there shouldn't be that big of a, of a uh, gap Mm -hmm. between the haves and haves nots. And I think that's one of the problems that I see in our country is that there's so many people living in such insanely lavish wealth and so many people struggling so desperately Mm -hmm. that that's wrong. And as Christian leaders, if, if we are perpetuating that, mm. like that's a problem. That's that's a problem. We should yeah. be perpetuating like, hey, you don't need a Bentley right. to live. Like you don't yeah. need six Bentleys to to live or whatever. Yeah. And like, uh, but I do agree with what you're saying to an extent of like, he's making so much, he can't, you know, whatever. And so it is, uh, look, I'm not, by, There's no answer here. I'm no. not by any means the authority on this, but no. I think that's why I always go to that thing. I don't know the line, yeah, but I know we're crossed it. And right. And to be clear, like I'm not making a stance. No, no. I'm just. I appreciate. But you're the, making really good points. Yeah, and, you and are. The other yeah. side of the coin. Well, there's a lot <laughs> well, of people that we really it. admire and lift up, and whatever that are that have huge net worths, or maybe they have a small house, but they have six houses, right? They hide it better, and so right. there's a lot of stuff that oh, comes totally. into play here. Yeah. And I, I think I, I got to say one of the other problems is that we've shifted from pastors to pastors and preachers. Okay. And that's right. my terminology, but you know, we generally in the church think of pastors as this, this person cares for me. Right. Shepherds like, me. They shepherd yeah, me. They, yeah. They're going to come to the hospital yeah. and see me. They're going to answer my phone call, whatever. We've now gotten to just preachers. They're mm-hmm. public speakers, yeah. motivational mm-hmm. speakers. So true. Yeah. They sometimes use the Bible, but they speak, preach, whatever. And then, yeah, they do some pastoral stuff too. I'm not saying Furtick never goes visits a hospital, but he's mainly a preacher. Right. Yeah. Yes. yeah. He's traveling around and speaking. Correct. No, yes. you're right. So- all right, preachers and sneakers. Basically, there was this guy, Ben Kirby. He was like literally like just like a dude. Like he was a DJ. And he said that he was like watching church one Sunday online. So I I don't rem- I'm not going to say a name, but it was some big known church. And he noticed that the pastor was wearing, I don't know, 
Yeezys or something. It was like very, very, very expensive sneakers. Right. Mm. And him being a DJ, like he know, like he could identify, you know what I mean? Like he's in the world, like he gets it. And he was like, yo, like this guy's wearing like friggin' thousand dollar sneakers. Like that's like pretty wild. Like meanwhile, he's like up there preaching about like how we need to give sacrificially and like look at what's on his feet. Right. And so he made this anonymous Instagram account where he started calling out all these different preachers and he would post pictures of them and he was completely anonymous. No one knows who it was. Mm. No one knew who it was. And he would post pictures of them and just say like, here's pastor so-and-so and and his sneakers are $800. Here's pastor so-and-so he's wearing a thousand dollar necklace here. And just that. And people were getting enraged on both sides of it. There were people that were like, this is insane. These guys should not be like having this kind of stuff. Like this is ridiculous. That's so hypocritical. And then there were other people that were like, how the flip do you know how they got it? Like half the time these people get these gifted to them. Mm -hmm. And like, what right do you have to say how they spend their money, how much money that they have? Like they, work hard like no one they're not monks they didn't take a vow of poverty like you know what I mean so people were getting enraged on either side of it Mm. and it like blew up he finally ended up coming out with his identity wrote a book now it's like a whole thing right and he was interviewed on the Hillsong documentary making a ton of money and probably making (laughs) a lot of money honestly it's true he's probably making a lot of money while criticizing people who are making a lot of money which is confusing yes Okay. Yeah. So he, and he says very openly, like I go to a mega church and I love my church, but I think his stance is that churches should be, um, uh, like transparent about their financials and yeah. he's, and, and his, I think that's his biggest point. I think at the end of the day, his point is that if you go to a church and they're transparent about their financials, then all good. You know, if you're fine with your pastor making blah, blah, blah amount of money, then yeah. that's great. You know what I mean? But there's a lot of churches that are so secretive about it and yeah. people get fired, I know firsthand, <laughs> for heaven forbid, you know, uttering what somebody makes right. at this church. And it's mm. like, why are we being so secretive about what people are making when right. all of the money that these people are making that work at a church is coming from people's like sacrificial, hard-earned Donations. Well, what's funny, to a lot the of those church. churches say we're transparent. You can see our books at any time. You can whatever. Yeah, no, you but can. then it's like you have to like sign things saying you won't say it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You have to yeah, exactly you have to sign legal documents saying that you won't repeat it. It's like weird. I to me, the whole like your finances being private anywhere. It, it, it's just so weird to me. I agree. Like, like I've never felt yeah. weird if somebody asks me how much money I make. No, I'll totally. tell you how much money I make. Yeah. Like uh, th- that's, I don't understand in a company, in a church, mm-hmm. in anything, why is this such a secretive, like personal thing? I like, know, are you afraid you- that someone's going to judge you based on how you're living? Because like, if that's the case, then- that's on them. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I think good. a lot of it comes down to lawyers now run a lot of churches. Like, yeah. Right. You know, there's yeah. so many things where it's like, if this person and this person aren't paid the same amount, which rarely are they, right? Because two people apply, one person's like, I can't come for that. Okay, we'll give them a little bit more, you know, yeah, whatever. Sure, and sure. stuff yeah. gets wonky really quickly. Right. Um, and so, it, like, if those people hear it, it becomes a thing. You can get like all these legal issues. I get that or yes. whatever. But again, we're so far beyond that where we've just become these business entities mm. yeah. and everything's so discreet, right? And so people are hiding behind this stuff. But I go back to exactly what you said. So so since a pastor gets a gift of, you know, 
$1,000 shoes, you know, uh, $10,000 watch, $4,000 coat, $7,000 pants. Okay, they were gifted so he can just wear them and no harm, no foul, like he's fine. Again, people are sitting in the crowd that are like, I'm not going to make it. Yeah. Like I'm going to counseling because I can't pay my rent and I'm working three jobs. I'm a single mom, whatever. And I'm coming here to hear a motivational speaker tell me, yeah, you know, what? Like, it's gonna be okay. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then <laughs> a lot of the time, where I, where it really gets dicey is when that pastor is then standing there. And this happens all the time, standing up there wearing that, saying, "Listen, trust God. You give that last dollar, mm-hmm. and God's gonna provide for you. That's yeah. faith. Mm-hmm. You give your last paycheck. You might only have two hundred dollars in the bank. You give that two hundred. God will give you four hundred. That's when it really gets. Yeah, yeah totally. that gets weird. Totally. I was t- saying to Emily too in the car. I think it was after we went to Elevation and I might get skewered for this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, Just that like, because the weird thing about wealth is it's, it's relative anyway. Mm -hmm. Like what, like wealth is not like, there is not an objective. No. Yeah. What wealth is because Mm -hmm. like to 99% of the world, we're wealthy. Yes. Yeah. So, yep. Uh, like, are we living technically above what we're supposed to? Yes. And like, could they look at us and say that like, absolutely, like we are, For we sure. are living our lives in a lavish way and like using our money irresponsibly, even though we are not wealthy for this country no, at all. No, no, like, no, but you're right. But like Emily, like last weekend for mom's birthday, we went and got pedicures. Like yeah. to, for a lot of people, that's not even an option. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? But the fact yeah. that we were like, Ooh, let's get pedicure. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. Anyway, go on. Yeah. So I was just like, how does, so in this scenario, we're like the 99% of the world that's looking at these people. And yeah, like I, there are definitely, there are lines there that we're talking about that like are being crossed in some scenario, but I can't help but not think about myself. Yeah, you're right. And just to. like, am yeah. I, am I crossing lines? I'm probably am. And I don't know how to not do that. Totally. <laughs> like we could cut stuff. Like, of course we could, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I said, like we got pedicures, like that's not a necessity for right. life. You of know what course. I mean? Of right. course we spend money on a lot of stuff that are not necessities. So you're right. Like it is like for us to be pointing fingers, it's like, well, listen to most of the world, we live in extreme excess. So right. yeah. Well, yeah, I think we have to be convicted by it. And, yeah. and I think the point isn't then to, you know, point fingers, you know, whatever, but to say, okay, then we have to do a better job. Can right. we cut more? But I think even more than cutting expenses, it's saying, can Giving we make more. a difference? Yeah. Yes. Can we give more? Can we help more Just people? Just be more generous. Yeah, yeah. Like, and yeah, if we can cut expenses or not live as lavishly, so that we can help more people. So we can Absolutely. give more. Yeah. yeah. Not so, so we can just We have save to get more. convicted Correct. about yeah. this and we have to make changes. It has to start with us. Also, not but, but also, you know, you hear this term middle class, right? Mm-hmm. And so there is such a huge gap now between this wealth yeah. and, and poverty. Yes. And in a lot of ways, middle class pays the price too because you're in the rat race, mm-hmm. right? You're, you're fighting that. And so not to give a... That's not a pass for the middle class. Like, no, no, it has to change. But that gap is growing so heavily, we have Mm -hmm. to do something to pull it back in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's where I say, I don't know where the line is. Right. Right. Also, there's only so much we can change it. Like, we have running water. 
in America. Correct. Okay. So yeah, yeah, we're wealthy. If you have, if you pour clean water on the ground so that your grass is green. Yes. So true. Yes. You're wealthy. Totally. In this world. You're in the top, what? 10%, I think. Like we are wealthy. You are wealthy. But at the same time, we're going to have, if if I stop using, you know, water, like if I stop drinking clean water, we're still going to have clean water. Yeah. There's a problem that we have to get clean water to countries that don't have it. it. Right. So how do we do that? Right. For me, I think the point isn't that people should become, you know, should go into poverty. It's how do we lift people out of poverty? Yeah. Right. But also people shouldn't go into this extreme excess. It's insane. How do we keep people from extreme excess? There's this balance. There's this middle ground. I hope we're close to it, but (laughs) you're exactly right that (laughs) we're Mm. not. And we have to be convicted first. Say, where can we start? Because I see a lot of people that go minimalist. Maybe that's good too. But I don't, I think I find in life the extremes Mm. are usually, you know, where you don't want to be. Yeah. And I think what we're seeing a lot of now in society is people calling out that gap more and more and more and more Mm -hmm. of just being like, this is absurd. Because Mm -hmm. like, if you look throughout history at like any major country or empire, like, the collapse of the empire usually starts with that gap between the 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 rich and poor growing wider and wider and You're wider. Right. Yeah. And like we're at that point now totally. where we're we're on shaky ground here in yeah. America because mm-hmm. that gap is so massive. Yeah. That the country's going to implode in on itself. Mhm. Yeah, we got to do something. And not to mention, sorry, one more thing, but you got the whole like middle class mostly a lot of them aren't out of poverty. Like there's debt. There's so much into that. So not like the point stands, we have to all get convicted. Every one of us has to say, how can we, you know, not. I would never want to sit here and spend an hour just being like, those people are terrible. Like we're totally blameless. Like, of course not. But that being said, I think there's some very visible things in the world that, we can look and say, I don't know what the line is, but that's not right. Totally. So basically like all of this to say at the end of the day, I went to the Elevation concert. I thought it was incredible. I was impressed by the musicians. I liked Stephen Furtick's talk. I enjoyed myself, but I left feeling a little bit like confused. But isn't that the point? The Uh, whole Hillsong documentary. Yeah, You go to these things and you leave... Feeling inspired, like the music's mm-hmm. good. They're oh. the best. That's why they're making so much money. It's yeah. good. The show is amazing. The lights are really cool. The pastor, he knows what to say. He knows how to do it, right? And mm-hmm. so they are good. You leave going, wow, that was incredible. But like there's something that's sitting there in your gut saying yeah. something about this isn't right. Exactly. Yes. 100%. So it's like I left. That's a perfect way to put it. Like conflicted. I left feeling lifted up and inspired and yeah. also conflicted because yeah. I just feel like, yes, but I know that behind the scenes of a lot of these things, there's shady stuff going on. There's people being mistreated. There's people living in extreme excess in mm-hmm. the name of Jesus. Like, and it's, and I, you know, it, uh, I encourage anyone on here, listen, the Hillsong documentary, it's on Discovery Plus. You can get a free week of it um, if you just sign up with a new email address. And it's like you get a free seven days and it's only a three episode thing. So like you just do that and then you cancel. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very interesting. Mm. <laughs> very interesting. And just kind of goes hand in hand with this conversation. It's just like. Mm. Yeah. 
And one more thing too, I know it was like, cause we essentially like, yes, it was a concert, but it was pretty much like a church service. Like totally. it was a church mm, service. Yeah. Um, we had to pay to go. So that's a little weird too, right? But I didn't, I actually didn't think so. Oh, okay. Go. Because, um, I mean, so they know they're going to get a big turnout. So they book these in arenas, right? right. Because you want to get the most amount of people there in one night as you can. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you got to do like seven nights. nights. Yeah. yeah and totally. something smaller, uh, in order to be in an arena, the arena expects a True. minimum of $25,000 in return. So okay. Elevation opted out of a lot of the food and alcohol services, which is where they make their money on. So uh, they actually, I think, charged the absolute lowest that they could have possibly charged for the tickets. Our uh, tickets were like 40 bucks a piece for yeah, an arena, were, which yeah. is really small. Yeah, That's like right. really, really low. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in order to just show up <laughs> and be in the arena. Yeah. Um, and I don't think, did they ask for money at all? Like, did no. they, I, I, cause I remember like mean? being like, there was no like offering. Yeah. Like, there was no like, Hey, give oh, to elevation. Yeah. No, 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 no. There wasn't. Which I was right. happy about. Okay. You know what? That encourages me to hear that, that they didn't, cause you're right. It's not like they could do it for free in an yeah, arena because no. like yeah. Prudential's charging them. They can't exactly. hemorrhage money on the thing. Exactly. So it's not like they're getting, what you're saying is they're not getting rich off of this tour that they're doing. I, I would be it's surprised if they're making outreach, all that, that much right? money on the thing itself. Yes. Okay. In it, they're growing elevation in merch and yeah, buying sure, sure. CDs and whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. I guess people CDs. still buy CDs. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> they do. You'd be surprised. MP3. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's vinyl. Records. Also, if yeah. it was free, can you imagine how many people would show up? Yeah, it would be absurd. Like you said, they'd have to do 20 <laughs> nights. I find the like, merch thing kind of weird. It's like, okay, what am I going to walk around with like Chris Brown's face on my shirt? I don't like, think do that's what they do. Do they sell stuff like that? Do they have like the musicians' <laughs> no. faces? No, it's usually like Chris album Brown. artwork or something. Oh, okay. It, no, okay. So listen, there's a twenty thousand Chris Browns. Yeah, we, I didn't. <laughs> Brown you know elevation. I didn't. I didn't explain that at the beginning when I said his name. So listen, right. there's Chris Brown who beat up Rihanna. There's Pastor Chris Brown who was on this podcast, right? Who actually was a campus pastor at Elevation at some point in. Mm the past and then there's chris brown who is the worship leader at elevation mm-hmm. so there's confusing so whatever one of them's got to adopt christopher that's funny but um <laughs> okay so two things i want to say yes um one is mega churches aren't the only problem no no so no, i had no. somebody tell me one day they said i'm never going to another mega church after whatever and i said i'm sorry but the same stuff happens at small churches too. Yes. Yeah. The problem is, I will say, there's a number of things that can happen, but generally the biggest thing I see, if the lead guy is an egomaniac, mm, you got a problem. Yep, yep. Yep. So look at look at him. And everybody's flawed, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but that's a big portion of it. Mm-hmm. So that's the first part. Um, and the the second part is, I mean, who knows what's going on behind any church? Like, yeah, I know. You know, we gotta. You got to take it with a grain of salt. Mesfin said it the best the other day. He said, every church is perfect till you go there. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, like and there, every church there's has a bunch of screwed up people everywhere. But here's so. the the big takeaway is like so much of me, so many times, and so many people that I talk to want to just go, church is bad. Sure. Okay, church mm-hmm. is bad. It's evil. We have to walk away. But at the same time, I can't imagine like for all these stories mm-hmm. that of negative things and of the dangers and whatever, there's infinitely more stories of the good of the hope that it brings and i do think as much as some of these things can be the downfall of our society 
like what we need more in this world than ever is true and genuine community, mm-hmm. which you find very rarely outside of a church context. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I'm not saying church is unnecessary, but I think it's time for, I, I don't even like the word revival. Yeah. Because when we say revival, it's like, oh, we want to go back to mm-hmm. yeah. this broken thing or whatever, but people were excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, no, they're like, God can do something beautiful in the church if we all get out of our own way. Yeah. If mm-hmm. we do cut out some of these really destructive things, something yeah, really absolutely. cool like, can happen. Yeah, I want to be very clear. We're not anti-church. We all go to church. And also, like, yeah. hello, this podcast, almost every story that has been told here in their recovery, in their road to redemption or whatever you want to, that sounds so cheese, but you get my point. Mm-hmm. There's like, they're like, I met with my pastor, my small group from my church, you know, my church helped me do this. I found a counselor through my church. Like what, like people, hello, like this is like what the church is for to, you know, rally around. And it does that many times. It also fails a lot of times too. Mm. And so we, it's, I think completely appropriate to call that out. Hello, everything that's going on with the Southern Baptist Convention right now. Just, we don't have time to get into it, but it's like a whole, it's like basically another Catholic church scandal. You know what I mean? Like if you've seen the movie Spotlight, that whole thing about the Catholic church, well, this, they're finding out all this stuff about the Southern Baptist Convention, about how they were hiding. They knew that there was sexual abuse going on and things like that. And they were moving these pastors around and they had a list Mm. of names of people that had committed crimes and they were covering for them to save their butts. And it's like, this stuff needs to be called out. This is darkness and it needs to be brought to the light so that this is not repeated and it's disgusting and we need to call it out. But that doesn't mean that all churches are bad and moving on. Or we don't have to move on. It doesn't mean that all churches are bad. It means that people are flawed. Yeah. And we need... So we were talking the other night, and Matt said this really well, but I get discouraged thinking this world's going downhill and it's all going to crash and like it's just getting worse every day. I mean, man, this past week, I've just felt this darkness, right? And so like... Depressed, yeah. Yeah, you know, there's there's so many times like that. But um, like one, one good example of it maybe maybe it's actually getting better, is so abuse, right? We look and we say mm-hmm. abuse is so prevalent. We see it everywhere now. But the thing is, it's always been there. Yeah, now you know, can just call been it out, hit, Now yeah. it's yeah. starting to come to the light. And totally. maybe that's a good thing, totally. even though it feels worse. Yes, we're starting it was to, always there. I think the same thing is happening with the church. Mm-hmm. It feels worse and it feels like everyone's corrupt, but actually this stuff's just starting to get brought into the light. And, you know, my hope is that, like we're going in the right direction and we'll hopefully, you know, start seeing some things shift, some turnarounds, less corruption and yeah. more beautiful community. Yeah. The world is kind of like acne, you know? It's <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> it's got to get worse before it gets better. There you go. Wow, yeah. wow that was really deep. Maddie Carbs. That was really deep. <laughs> Love which that. Which leads us into the next item on yeah. my list, which is also really, really deep, guys. So we've gone from all of this. You know, I'm sorry. This is such an heavy, a heavy episode. Yeah, it is a heavy yeah. episode. So, I could talk this all night, though. I, I could, too. This topic. I'm like biting my tongue so much. Yeah. Should we say more or should we move on I to the next thing? I'm torn. I, yeah, I, I want to so bad. If people but, have yeah. questions, maybe. Yeah. Okay. If, if people like it, we'll come yeah, back. Yeah, we can revisit the topic at the next one. Love that. Mm-hmm. So the next thing on the list is Matt doesn't use soap <laughs> <laughs> to wash himself. I, it, I don't never use soap. Okay. I mostly don't use soap. Explain. And this is a new thing in my life. 
So, oh, um, a, a soapless was, journey. Oh, that was such yeah. a Matt soapless. statement. I don't never use soap. I don't yeah. not use soap. <laughs> it's not not true. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Um, uh, so I am someone that has struggled with my skin uh, since I was a teenager, um, breaking out, whatever. Like I've, I've tried every acne. You've done proactive. Literally everything. Like yeah. every topical, every oral, yeah. e- like, like everything I have tried. Mm. And it works for a little bit and then it doesn't. Um you know, so I was actually listening to Armchair Expert, as I do, and uh, it was the episode with uh, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Love that one. Wait, mm-hmm. I think I might have actually just oh, listened man. to just the Ashton Kutcher one. I don't know if I listened to them on together. Yeah, they were on together. Oh, I got to listen. And the famous thing their- from that episode was yes. that none of them use soap. Like, they just I don't. This, this is a big thing right now. Apparently yeah. that episode, like, Ran through Hollywood. Nobody, everyone's doing this now. Yeah, everyone was really? like, "What the yes. heck? They don't Explain. use soap." Why don't they thing. use soap? Because soap is really harsh on your skin, right? Um, and it actually strips off like oils that are actually good for healing your skin. Okay. Like your skin is meant to produce mm-hmm. oil, which it protects it, and which yeah. like it, it acts as like a barrier. Whatever. Uh, I don't know the science of soap, but like. Um, so the theory is you don't use it. You're not stripping off that oil and it's actually good for your skin. So I was like, what the heck? I'm going to give it a shot. So for the last like six months, Mm -hmm. I've only been using soap in important places. (laughs) So your armpits. (laughs) Yeah. And and other places. places. (laughs) But wait, how do you get like germs off? Germs. Hot water? Yeah, what I do you guess. mean? So it's like, think about it. Like if you- Like I wash my hands. Yeah. Well, right. But it's like if you go out like to they a didn't, restaurant- They didn't use soap in medieval times either, and that caused some issues. issues. <laughs> <Jinx>. <laughs> but like, think about it. You go out to a restaurant. You're sitting in a restaurant. People right. all around you are coughing. There's droplets getting on your arms, your legs, your hair. Like, you know what I mean? Like soap would remove the germ of that. No? I Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, but the reason I say I don't not use soap is okay. I use soap probably like once a week. All over your entire yeah. self. Yeah. And like wash everything. Okay. The rest, I just use water and I like just just scrub myself. Rub. Huh. And I haven't smelled at all, right? No, 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 no. He really has not. <laughs> Wait a so minute. Do you do this, Emily? No. Wait, you Maybe use soap once a week. Yeah. Once a month? Would you say? No, no, once a week. Once like a week. Do you use soap in your hair? You shampoo. Yes. Yes, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And you wow. wash your face. Wash your hands oh, after yeah. you use the restroom. <gasps> yes. Okay. He doesn't wash his face. I don't. I just use water. Wait, I've seen I, you. I never use, almost never use soap on my face. <gasps> That's interesting. Now, do you think it's helped your skin? This is the important um, thing to know. Your skin so, looks good right now, but I never, you know how it is. Yeah. It's like, I don't think your skin looks bad. Yes and no. So like my back, Uh which has notoriously been a problem throughout my whole life, has never been this good. (gasps) That's insane. From the lack of soap. Yeah. Literally not using it. A dermatologist has never told you this. No. That's annoying. All right. What about your face? My face is hit or miss. Like- Do you think it's like a hormonal thing? Probably. Mm. 
And I also noticed that like my skin gets weird with the changing of seasons. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, I think. Yeah. yeah. Wow. 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 Mm -hmm. Look at this. This is an interesting soapless journey that (laughs) we're going to go on. Oh, speaking of journeys, natural deodorant. Are you, Uh, are you, you, do you use deodorant, Matt? Or no? Yeah. Like regular, like cancer causing deodorant yeah. with yeah. aluminum in it. Okay. <laughs> Probably. So Emily and I both decided like a month or so ago to be like, you yeah. know what? Enough. I'm getting beaten up by all of the Instagram ads. Like I get it. I should not be using aluminum yeah. on my armpits. This is horrible for me. Like I can't even sleep at night anymore that I'm doing this. So let's get one of those, whatever. Mm-hmm. <sighs> They, it's terrible, um, you guys. It's horrible. It's a terrible journey. I'm more moist after it, I put it on than so, <laughs> before I put it Absolutely. on. Absolutely. So you get out of the shower, you dry yourself off, you get dressed, whatever, yeah. you go to put your deodorant on. The the texture of the natural deodorants, like the, the aluminum-free one, like mm-hmm. we've been using like the Dove aluminum-free. Yeah. It's very <laughs> slick. So yeah. it's almost like you're putting moisturizer on your armpit. So then it feels moist and it like honestly never fully dries. It never goes away. So it's like the whole day you now have a moist armpit, which wasn't yeah. that the point of the deodorant? Because like, why are you guys laughing? It's so ridiculous. It was not. It's, it's not. Every, everyone that's People are making this, money off of this. They're just putting like junk in a bottle and being like, here you go. Well, okay. No. So this, is, this is my understanding. So basically, Why don't you I'm gonna put some anti, dirt in a bottle and be like, "Here, you that's need funny, to use Scott." This. So listen, <laughs> antiperspirant is what's bad for you because yeah. it's so, yeah. and the aluminum is what stops you from perspiring and that's what's bad for you because obviously our bodies sweat for a reason and da da da. I don't use that, by the way. Oh, just so you, deodorant. Okay, so yeah. deodorant, just something that is just dealing with the odor. Those are the things, in my understanding, that are safe. But you then, know what I mean? Sometimes I feel like I try to smell my armpit. I don't, and I still smell. I agree. I don't think it's doing a very good job and then of I have deodorizing. To reapply. Oh, Scott, what is that? You saying I you smell? Think? No, I haven't smelled you at all. So maybe okay. it's working. But I mean, yeah, you put. Like, no, I agree. They do these things for a reason. Absolutely. Like, no, like I, I don't think that the natural deodorants are actually doing anything. And it's like right. so expensive for something that's like, we might as well, just, we just shouldn't wear anything. That's what I was going to say. Know. Either use the regular stuff or just don't use anything. Maybe it's the type of thing where we should just use like full fledged antiperspirant, whatever on days where it's like, you're going to be working out. You're going to be sweating a ton, like your, or maybe like travel days, like things like that. And then like all the other days just use nothing. Well, now here's my like, question though. Let Sorry if I'm off, but okay, there's like 7 billion people in the world and I don't know, 6 billion of them use deodorant every single day. Like, why do we think that deodorant's the problem? Well, there's so they much know cancer that aluminum, in the world. And yeah, but exactly. And they know aluminum is bad Six billion people use it every day or well, however many, let's like, say 4 billion people use it every day. We're not getting 4 billion cases of cancer a year. Like, I yeah, but it's the luck of the draw. People, and, but I also don't yeah. think that deodorant is as widely used in other countries, even no. first world countries. Like I yeah. think it's like an America thing. Yeah, definitely not in like Europe. No, yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's like, I don't think it's as high of a number as you think it is. But anyway, this is my plea to the people listening. Like if you know of a good, like natural, safe, healthy deodorant yeah. that actually Work and doesn't break the bank. Yeah, and isn't like wildly expensive. And I don't want to join some kind of stupid monthly no subscription. That's so annoying. No like, why subscription. Everything nowadays is a subscription. I love everything. It. No. Oh my gosh. No. 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 no because you're just like I, I just can. want to go to the store, buy the dang thing, and go home. I have seventy. 
subscriptions. I, I, I literally don't think I canceled my Grove. Prescri- uh, what am I trying yeah, to say? Gro- subscription. Yeah. Correctly. Like, I think it's going to like come back in a few months and no, probably charge me. Like there was no button to be like unsubscribe. Thank you. They make and it hard. They no, make I it know. impossible. I agree with you. And like, that's the worst when you meant to cancel something and you forget and then it shows up again and you're like, oh my gosh, I got charged for this again and I yeah. meant to cancel it. About- like, it's like stressful. I don't want all the subscriptions. No. No. I like so, them. I get that it makes it easier. No, yeah, listen. We have seven boxes of gainful uh, <laughs> protein powder in our basement. And I'm like, can you cancel it for a few months? He's like, I forgot. Oh, Matthew. <laughs> no, listen. It's amazing I'm for things up. like my hair color. Ooh, Do wow. I love that my Madison Reed hair color shows up every seven weeks on the dot? I don't have to think about it. I don't. Yeah. Yes, I love that. That's very helpful to me. But you're right. Like when it's something like deodorant, like it takes forever to go through a stick. Like, I don't want, like, it's annoying. No. Just, uh, And deodorant's a hard one to, like... Gauge uh, how long. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. Like, if it's something like a <laughs> pill, and there's 30 pills, and you take one right. a day, right. that's easy math, everyone. But, like, uh, deodorant, yeah. it's like, you don't know how fast, or even shampoo. Like, some months you wash your hair more than yeah. the other. Like, I don't yeah. I don't know when I'm going to need or it. Or not at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or if you're mad. Or just no soap. <laughs> We've been saving on soap. Yeah. 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 You guys are, Wait, why do you, you know like- what? You guys are living in excess now. Did you save so much money on soap that now you're rich? Why do you like prescriptions? Prescriptions? Re- subscriptions. Subscriptions. <laughs> I know. I said prescriptions too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like not having to think about the stuff and just knowing oh, that it's going to show up. I get that. No, like I do- Okay. Yeah. I like having certain things It depends on, on what auto, it is. Whatever. But it's yeah. like, then you find yourself- it becomes out of control. Yes. You're like, I have probiotics showing up every month and mm-hmm. then I have vitamins showing up every month and I have hair color and I have, and you're, then it's like- You lose well, track. Yes, you lose track and then things are showing up at your house and you're like, holy. Or yeah. like you said, you get, you know, your protein powder is showing up regularly, but then you have a few months where you're not drinking it as much and then all of a sudden you have seven boxes literally, of it. Literally, And you're like, ah, uh, this yeah. isn't working for me anymore and now we've wasted it. My go-to is Amazon. So if I know if I can buy something on Amazon, then I can just reorder it with a click. Exactly. So then yeah. you So I try to find matter. things that I can buy, which is terrible because now Amazon's going to take over the earth. Well, <laughs> that, that's something we all should have to give it Okay, to. but wait, listen. We're so 329 that. million people in the US oh. and 298 million use deodorant, like antiperspirant deodorant. Okay. So- that's so, like I don't almost know. all of the U.S. I know, but Scott, m- almost everyone has everyone something. you talk to. Either like an autoimmune disease or cancer or a, a something or a skin thing or like everyone has something and they're saying the aluminum. True, you know, but okay, that brings me to my next point. Everything that you do, people say that causes 100%. cancer. No, listen. Use 100%. the microwave that causes cancer. I know. Wi-Fi causes cancer. I know. Like, I know. But it's true because- I mean, because listen, this is it, everything is. Yes, this is the thing for me. Everything us. is destroying us 100 percent. It's impossible. It's impossible to go. Well, it's not impossible, but it would be impossible for me and the way my life is to go 100 percent natural. But if I can make some few easy switches, I'll do that. Right. So if someone right. tells me your deodorant's horrible for you, switch to this one. Fine. I can do that. That skincare is horrible for you. You should use this one. Fine. I can yeah. make those easy switches. Now look, am I going to completely cut the microwave out of my life? No, I'm not. No. Am I going to be able to afford to buy all organic food? No, I cannot. Right. You know what I mean? But like you do what you can, you Where know, you, can. Yeah. you pray for the rest. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're all screwed. We're 
We're going to Exactly. Die. Oh, does, who wants an update on my laser hair removal journey? I don't even care. You guys don't care, but people <laughs> care. People have brought it up to me. Okay. The people on the street. How's streets. it going? It's not going well. So listen, oh, okay. I, I got permission. Gave you cancer. I got permission from my, <laughs> what did you say? Oh. <laughs> I missed it. It's not funny. No, it's not. But <laughs> what did he, he say? said? It gives you kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? No, no, no. This is this is serious. My mom brought that up to me the other day. She was like, Kate, at what point is it like you're going to get dangerous. skin cancer yeah. on your armpit? And I was like, you know oh. what? I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, is that I should Google that because I've been using this like way too much. Uh. So anyway, like my original source was Carrie Cords. I can reveal her uh, identity because I didn't want to say, I didn't know if she was going to be embarrassed. And she was like, what do I care? Anyway, she used this exact laser. It worked like a dream. I saw it with my own eyes. Her armpits look amazing. They're smooth. They're hairless. They're beautiful. Mine (laughs) don't look like that. (laughs) Mine, I've been using the laser on level five, which is the highest level since Christmas. And like, do I think it's, helped the hair to thin a little bit yes do i think it's made it not quite as like plentiful mm-hmm. sure but it hasn't I think worked it's, you think it's like the italian hair uh, probably it's probably just my dark italianness yeah. but it hasn't worked it no like i was hoping that it was going to be like i was only gonna have to shave my pits like once a week or something like that but that is not we my should story. test it on the boys because they don't have a shred of italian in them that's so true i'm trying and- to grow my hair back <laughs> Do you think it's bad? Wait, I actually, this is another question that I have for the people. Like, do you think it's bad? Is this unsafe that I'm like using a laser repeatedly on my armpits? Maybe just stop. Just shave. (sighs) No, I've been shaving, Emily. That's what I'm saying. But like, just, just just give up. What do I do with my laser? Um, uh, I don't know. Throw it out. (laughs) We can use it on frizz. I'm literally, oh, yes. (laughs) I'm so disappointed. Because you need to keep her hair short. Wait, listen, this is funny. The other day, so Jace has seen me use it on my armpits, right? And she's like, mom, what is that? I'm like, it's something some mommies have to do. Like, it's like going to make my hair go away, whatever. And then, though, a few days later, she saw, I took out the steamer, which looks a little, like the clothing steamer, which looks a little bit similar to the laser. And Jace is looking at the steamer. And she's looking at the box that it comes in and she's looking back and forth at them. And then she goes, mom, you know that this thing is just supposed to be for your clothes, right? Not for your armpits. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, this she's lady's like, not. Like, and I was like, oh, that's a different thing. But she was like, mom, you're not supposed to be using that Silly on your armpits. You. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to be in her head. I know. She's so observant. It's crazy. Like, oh, yeah. She was like worried about me. Like she was like, mom, oh my God. Like what have you been, what have you what done? Doing. Yeah, what have you done? <laughs> so the laser hair removal journey I think has come to an end and the end is that yeah, it's a failure. it's done. But you know what? Maybe I'll give the laser to you or something and maybe it'll work on you. Like maybe want, it's literally okay. a me thing. I don't, I don't want to spend the time. It, it's no time. It adds 30 seconds to your day every other day. Put goggles on. No, oh, I don't do that. <gasps> Caitlin, <laughs> your eyes. Uh, that, see, now you're going to get eyeball cancer. Wait, is that bad? Is Caitlin, that really bad that I don't yes. use the goggles? I have no idea. Caitlin, Probably. that's like going into a tanning bed with no with goggles. It's like one quick flash. It's like one quick flash. How many times have you quick flashed? Like 10 <laughs> on each armpit. <laughs> For how many days? 
every other day since Christmas. Okay, Caitlin. Oh my. We're done with this. I was using the goggles at the beginning and now I'm, I've been lazy. Is this bad? Your armpit hair is thinner, but you're blind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please stop. Maybe that's why I was getting all those headaches. Caitlin! Oh my oh gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is devolved. Good thing you stopped using the deodorant though. <laughs> <laughs> You don't even close your eyes? No, I don't. All right. Okay. This has gone on too long. This episode. Enough. Throw this thing out. The whole episode? It's not worth Ah, it. No, she needs the laser. It's not worth your time. It's not even doing what it's supposed to be doing. I'm just It might work for other people. It's not going to work for you. It's not going to happen. End. Done. Whoa. It's over. Emily's very encouraging. (laughs) Well, it's over. You gave it a good try. I gave it the old college try and it (laughs) it, it it didn't work. I flunked out of this class. Yeah, it didn't work. It didn't work. Sorry, everyone. I was really hoping to to give the people this like really exciting news that it worked and that everyone should buy it. And but but I can't lie, it didn't work for me. It did work for Carrie. So it like all hope is not lost. What is she? Is she? She has lighter hair. Okay. Yeah, and I don't believe that she's Italian. Not that I can remember what her maiden name is it's at this do. moment. But it she's like from Florida. There's no Italians down there. <laughs> She's from Florida. She's Floridian. <laughs> She's Floridian. <laughs> what? Oh, gosh. Well, well, this has been a train wreck. Yeah. Not really. Not no. really. The beginning was just, a train wreck. The middle was very intense. Very high I just really, and low. Listen, I feel really a little weird about the church conversation. I just hope we didn't offend anybody. I no. don't want to offend anybody. These are just... These are just our thoughts like that we've been having into our that we haven't. It's not like, and as you can tell from the conversation, it's not like we've landed somewhere where we're like, elevation is bad. No, obviously we said we went to the concert and we loved it. It's mm-hmm. just that we feel a little conflicted about it. So it's like, this is where our hearts are at, at this moment. We'll keep you updated. I feel the same way. I feel like uh, Matt hit the nail on the head. It's like, we got to look inside before pointing fingers and, and totally. stuff. So that's the, well, that's the hard The part. moral of today is look <clears throat> inward. Yes. Sure. Tell yourself you suck before you tell other people that they <laughs> suck. You suck. You suck. You suck. Stink. Sorry, Dad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stink. S-U-C-K. Stink, stink, stink. Yeah. S-U-C-K. S-U-C-K. Anyway, <laughs> so should we wrap this up? Are we done? Yeah. We're good? I think so. I think so, too. All mm. right. I feel like this was... Cool beans. This was, this was solid. It good was. job, everyone. Cool, 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 cool. Good, good job. High five. Good work. Love you all. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. 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 Hey, thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CaitlinElliott.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. And hey, if you want to toss us a five-star rating, I would love you forever. Check us out next week for another new episode. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at so.what.else. Editing and all that stuff by Matt Carpenter with Parable Productions. <laughs> <laughs>